What's up, guys? Today's episode is sponsored by Team Micro, the world's leading web design specialist for SMP artists. Is your website lacking? Do you feel it needs, well, something more? Do you even have a website? In the market since the very beginning, Team Micro is the godfather of SMP. No one understands your business quite like they do. With a team of 14 website designers, marketers, content writers, search engine optimization specialists, and support staff, Team Micro has everything that you need. Go to teammicro.com forward slash marketing and mention the Scalp Solutions podcast to get a free needle pack worth $200 when you sign up. Are you ready to take your SP career to the next level? Are you ready to network with some of the industry's top artists and brands? Then you're going to want to be at the next SP Expo going down April 28th through the 30th of 2022. Oh, wait, did I mention it was going to be in paradise? That's right, folks. This SP Expo will be taking place in Tulum, Mexico at the Karee Tulum Retreat and Spa Resort. This is an all inclusive event. You'll get access to all speakers and vendors at the meet and greet, QAs, award ceremony, followed by an all white party on the beach with live DJ. Certificate of attendance, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and drinks, free bicycles to ride the mine ruins, and a three-day luxury resort stay. And guess who will be hosting? That's right, me. Now let's make this an amazing event that will undoubtedly create value for you and your business. So log on to www.dsmpexpo.com for more information and to purchase your tickets. I'll see you guys there. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalp Solutions Podcast. I am your host, David Santiago, and today I have with me Clayton Rush. What's going on, my brother? Hey, how you doing? How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, bro. Thank you for taking out some time from your busy schedule to uh, jump on the podcast and, and chop it up with me, man. No, it's an honor. I appreciate you asking me. All right, man. Let's jump right to it. I'm gonna the first question. My leading question is always, you know, let them know your location and what clinic. But the smart man that you are, you are standing right in front of your uh, right. your logo. But go right ahead, brother. Let us know the clinic and where you from. And my name is uh, Clayton Rush, and I'm with Ohio SMP Studio. I'm in uh, Mansfield, Ohio. Outstanding. Uh, can I call you Clay or is it Clayton? What do you prefer? It doesn't matter. We're going to go with Clayton, man. We're going to go with Clayton. I don't want to mess with you. You're a big guy. You guys might not notice. If you're listening and you haven't met this man, I had the pleasure of meeting him at the SMP Expo. This dude is probably the biggest practitioner that I've come across. What are you, like 6'10", 6'11"? I'm 6'3". I'm not that big. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I, no exaggeration, like over 40 people said, told me, I was like, I can't believe how big you are. You know what? I don't it, think I'm not you know what it is, bro? You're in the industry with a bunch of little guys, man. That's what it is. This guy's the gentle. He says 6'3". I'm here looking. I was like, wow, this is a big guy, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been in the industry, brother? Uh, I got trained in July of 2019. So a little over, a little over two years now. 
little over two no. years. How, how has that been for you, man? Like within those two years, like how's your how's your clinic going? How's everything you know uh, for you going? It, it's going amazing now. I mean, it it was very hard starting out as most challenging business thing I ever did. You know, to, it's just hard to get clients to you know, to be your test dummies, basically, you know, and they don't even know what SP is because you got to do it with your friends. But once it's got going, it's exceeded my expectations. I've, I set goals for myself and I've reached them like years before I thought I would. Like, I just, I just, I'm so blessed, you know, I can't believe how. Uh, yeah. Outstanding, man. And you just recently, right. I had the pleasure of, of, um, of, well, announcing a, an award for you. Uh, let's talk about that award, man. How did that feel? you know, receiving that. Yeah, I, it was, uh, I almost got a little emotional on stage. It was, I set three goals for myself and, uh, that was the last goal. And, uh, Chris Herrera, I saw that he won uh, meeting of the minds, new artist of the year. So I was like, man, I'd love, I like to have that, you know, it's good for get clients, you know, see that. And, um, Mike, uh, uh hairline Inc., magic Mike, he's not even in my circle, you know, and he was sending me a few clients, like I was only six months in and I didn't want to drive all the way to Chicago and like I'm texting him and thanking him. We became friends. And, and then, uh, he told me he's going to nominate me for a uh, new artist uh, of the year at me of the minds. And I was like, wow, somebody from outside my circle. And then he's, he's an OG in the game. So I was real, I was amped about it. Then COVID hit and then they canceled it. So I was like, Oh, now I'm just, okay. <laughs> so then for it, for me to get one more, one, it's kind of like one last chance uh, to get that. And, you know, I got that at the expo and it, it really, they really meant a lot to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially having somebody of that capacity in the game, you know, giving you that stamp of approval. Like, hey, man, I'm going to put you in for this. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Didn't know me. We never talked at all before. I mean, he just, I mean, he's, he's a great guy. Outstanding, man. So now how did you come across into the uh, the SMP industry? What were you, you know, what, what were you do? Actually, you know what? Let's handle that one first. How did you right. come across it? Aside, like... <laughs> Did you just want, were you just looking for another outlet or were you introduced to it because you were a client of the uh, procedure yourself? No, I, well, I've been a barber for over 20 years. I, I own three shops, still own them. Um, but a barber friend of mine in Cleveland showed me about, I don't know, his name's Hobbs, shout out to Hobbs, about five years ago. <clears throat> but it was, a, it was a hard hairline on a white guy and it wasn't a very good job. And I was like, my first impression was like, that is so stupid. I was like, no way, man. And uh, so then just being in the barber world, it's probably on Barber Society page, but I really wish I could remember whose work I saw, but I saw work that was done really well. So I started researching it a lot and I'm, I'm going through and I'm, I'm researching it and uh, thinking about getting it for myself. And then I saw the money that's in it, you know? And now that I'm, I'm doing it, it's more than money. But at the time I was like, okay, this, this is my next move here. So I started looking, I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up for training and SMP at the same time. So the first people I find is Brandwood Clinic, Paul Clark. And I was like, well, I can't fly to England three times. You know? <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I keep looking and I find all the girls from Australia, Susie, Caitlin. I mean, everybody there is good. I don't think there's a botched SMP procedure. That's coming out of there. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're amazing. And I was like, well, that's even farther. That's not going to happen. So then I started searching uh, in the U.S. and I came across Jeff and Masood Leaders Academy, and that was the style I wanted on my head. That's what I, I, mean, I chose chose them solely on their work, you know. And uh, 
So I called up Jeff and I got, I was actually done with my training before I even finished my SMP on my head. So, so you did, your, you did your training. Did you do a first we, session and then do your training? Yeah. Well, he was in, he was in Chicago more at the time than he's, he's more in LA now. And so it was like my second session. So I stayed for, you know, like a, a week or whatever, did my session and then I did the training and then I hung out and shadowed him. And, and uh, so I kept going up to Chicago a lot and watching him, shadowing him, and he, he taught me a lot, you know, so. Awesome. So you mentioned prior to SMP, um, you were a licensed barber. Are you still, are you still cutting? Like, do you still take uh, barbering cards uh, on? No, I, uh, I was, uh, <clears throat> I, I opened my first barbershop when I was 20 years old. And I went, to college, I went to college for a month and a half and it wasn't for me. I quit. Me and my dad get in a fight. Um, like an hour later, I'm, I'm sitting at the table with my mom. And I was like, mom, I can't, I can't write papers for five years. I'm not, but I don't want to work in a factory. And I started cutting hair in seventh grade on my friends. And by the time I was a senior, I was pretty good, but I just did it for fun. It wasn't, I didn't take it serious. And uh, she goes, you're barber college, I'll pay for it. So that's how it happened. So I opened my first shop when I was 20. And then as time, I thought I was going to be, a, I, I had the entrepreneurial mindset. I wanted to, I wanted to open a car wash, you know, and I didn't have the capital to do it. And then, so then I, I grew my shop and then I opened a second, a third, and, and then I discovered SMP and, you know, that being in the hair industry led me to this. You know, so. Got you. So you still have your barbershop. You have three active barbershops and you have your Ohio SMP studio. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't cut. I, as I was, uh, you know, as I was starting out, you know, I'd, I'd cut for 10 hours and I'd have all my equipment in my office and I'd set, I have a salon in one of the, one of the shops and I would, I set the, all the tattoo stuff up and I tattooed you like midnight, but like I'm, I was barely getting customers. Out, so it wasn't like every night, but that's how I started out. And then I'd go from cutting six days a week, five, four, three. Then I was, and then you was like, that's there. it. You, you, you got the message. Yeah. He was like, well, I'm done. Yeah, here. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I just like it. Now I'm down to three clients. I got, I got two guys. I really, I just like talking to them because they're, they're business minded guys. I like picking their brain. And then, my third client is my son Hudson, who's uh, five years old. So shout out to Hudson, if, uh, <laughs> keeping you active. Yeah, but that's that's the only three I cut right now. So, that's awesome. Yeah. So you've been in the you've been in the industry for for two years, and you've accomplished a lot in in such a short time. And you know, I'm not saying such a short time to try to discredit you because you know you are. You have a yeah. you have accomplished a lot, uh, you know. You got uh, the art, not the, uh, the what is it? Newcomer of the best uh, rising star. Rising star. There we go. Newcomer. Yeah. Look at me freaking devaluing the the award. Yeah, it I'm sorry, man. Awesome. But yeah. I I I say that to ask: Do you see yourself in the industry for another five years? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be doing this for the rest of my life. I, I will keep uh, opening businesses and getting into other stuff, but I'm more the hands-on type. Like before. I was trying to decide was I going to open a barber college or was I going to do SMP? And everything about the barber college was the part about my job I hate the most is doing payroll for my employees and <laughs> office work. So I was like, I like the hands-on part. And so I, I went the SMP route and I've just been so blessed. Things have just happened so fast for me. It's like, it's hard to believe. I mean, I, I can't believe it myself, to be honest. Do you do you see yourself taking on uh, a role like what you did with your barbershops and possibly uh, opening up multiple uh, Ohio S&P uh, studios? Yeah, it's a possibility. Like, uh, I've thought about Indiana. There's nothing in Indiana. I'd love to put one there. But it's, it's tough to find. You know, I'm training now. 
with Leaders Academy. So if I can find an artist that, you know, has it, you know, and is really good and I trust them and I can put them, put them in there, I might do that. It, ever since I was 20, I, I've, I set one goal at a time. Sometimes they're small goals, sometimes they're big goals, but I just focus on that, on that one goal. And I don't think about the future goals. So right now I don't know where, where I'll be for sure five years from now, but I'll definitely be doing SAP full time, but I don't know if I have multiple studios or just this one, but we'll see what happens. You know, got we'll you, got you. And so you, you were trained by leaders uh, with Jeff and uh, Masood, you know, shout out to them. And they also do your procedure. But now, you know, you, you like you mentioned, and I wanted to get into that. You're also now training. So like you're part of the leaders team. I mean, like, dude, not a lot of people um, get to uh, to grow and be and work alongside with guys of that capacity, man. So like how was that for you? receiving that whether it be a uh, it was a dm or a phone call or email yeah. where it's like hey hey clayton man we want to bring you on board with us and, and make you part of our uh, training team yeah well the crazy thing is i mean obviously when you get started in this you you know you call your mentor a lot you know every client sending pictures calling them and then the phone calls turned into a friendship me and jeff become pretty good friends and believe it or not when he asked me to start training at first i said no and it wasn't because I didn't want to. I just, I thought I wasn't ready. I wanted, you know, I, I don't want to do a disservice to my students. I, I wanted to get enough heads in, you know, where I felt like I could, I don't want to like them ask me a question. I'd be like, well, let me ask Jeff first, you know? So right. I waited, I waited probably maybe four or five months, you know, before I uh, accepted it and, and went with it. And then I flew out to LA and did my first training with Jeff. And then I've done a few training since. So I'm, I'm pretty new to the training, but I, I like it. It's fun. Yeah. That's awesome, man. You know, my hat's off to you for being transparent and just seeing that, you know what you said no first, because you didn't feel like you had that experience yet to, uh, to go out there and train and i don't yeah. want to start tapping into that but you and i both know that in this industry we're starting to see a lot of that coming up where we have some artists that are new and are not experienced and they're already offering training yet here we have you who's being approached by you know one of the uh you know one of the ogs in the in the game in regards to like the training and the establishment that yeah. they've developed and you were like no because you know i'm not ready so my hat's off to you for that but listen that's also why you're at you know the level that you're at now because you know you you know your capabilities yeah yeah i don't know what level i'm at but i'm so uh, i'm happy with where i'm at but i'm so, <laughs> right. I'm so, happy, I'm so I mean, listen, man, I, I appreciate you um, being humbled, but you, you have accomplished a lot in the short time that you, you've been in the industry. Um, that being said, what, is, what has been one of your, your biggest failures and, and what did you learn from that experience? Artists, do you want to ensure your client's S&P procedure looks its absolute very best? Of course you do. That's why here at Scalp Solutions Grooming Company, we developed our SMP Aftercare Kit, formulated to be used immediately after your SMP procedure to ensure proper healing and pigment retention. Our SMP Aftercare products will protect you and your client's SMP investment and keep it looking fresh at all times. So log on to scalpsolutionsny.com forward slash shop 
and pick up your aftercare kit today. Use discount code SSPODCAST and save 15% off your order. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. And it doesn't uh, necessarily have to be like a failure. Just give me a, a, a lesson yeah, that you really, the, the only failure I've had with SMP, like it's been, things are going so well. That, like wasting money on uh, Google and Instagram ads, for me, they don't they don't work. So hiring an SEO and, and doing Google ads, that's, it changed, it changed everything for me. Um, going back to the barbershop days, uh, my salon was probably my biggest failure. I still have it and I'm still making money off it but I, I made it all booth rental and uh, all of my other employees at the shops are, are, you know, W2 employees. So I control the hours and have enough people there in, in busy times. But that way the, the salon, I just didn't, just cause you know, the barber world, you don't know the salon world. So yeah, I, I let's do booth rent and I let them take care of it. And at least I'm still making some money off it, but it was, it was a failure in my eyes. So, okay. But, Gotcha. Oh, but yeah. you learned, but you experienced something from it. That's right. You took something, yeah. something good came out of it. All right. So if, if you could be remembered for anything in this industry, uh, what would it be? Besides being the biggest guy in the, in the, in the, in the industry. Uh, there's guy, there's, <laughs> how about, uh, how about, uh, the other, the, the second scalp King in Vegas, he, he's a pretty big guy. He was at the, he was at the expo. Which guy? Uh, oh, you know what? Nigeria. You're right. I did he's not. I did not scary. notice that. Yeah, he's yeah. He's like a black belt jujitsu. So. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm not the biggest guy. He's bigger than me. All right. But, well, uh, for today, today you're the big guy. All right. Today. You're the big guy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What was the question again? I'm sorry. Oh no, it's all good. If you could be remembered in the industry for one uh, thing, what would it be? Uh, I just that I'm humble. You know, like I um. I was almost hesitant to do this podcast because like, I really don't want to feel like I'm bragging. Like, you know, I used to do barber competitions and I had, I had trophies. I never even put them out in the shop. I just wanted respect for my peers. You know, this, this is different with this because it's totally different than barbershop. You know, in a barbershop, your clients are all 20 mile radius. This, they're coming from other states. So, you know, I have my award up in here and, and I wanted to get, I wanted sponsors. I, I pursued them. You know, it's, it's just totally different you know, with, uh, with this, but yeah, I know you are an incredibly humble dude. And I remember when we met at the, uh, at the expo, I actually put you in a spot. Cause I, I saw you as I was, as I was making my oh, way, yeah. well, through, I for that. <laughs> as I was making my way through the crowds of like, who am I going to interview and who I'm going to ask these questions? You gave me that look of <laughs> shit. Don't come to me, bro. So <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go to him, man. And I, yeah. I immediately knew, like, you know, just like how, how humbling, uh, you know, you were just, you know, even the way you answered the questions, even how you came up to me after, you know, and, and thanking me, like, you know, thank you, you know, for coming up to me and, you know, choosing me, to, yeah. you know, to talk. And I, I appreciated that, that you were, you know, you humbled yourself enough to, uh, to even say that to me. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. So if you could have... And this might be a tough one for you because you've been meeting some pretty established artists. Um, but if you could have a beer with any artist, here's the opportunity to tap in with him and just really pick his brain. Who would it be and and why that artist? Uh, to me, honestly, it's, a, it's an easy answer. There's a, there's a lot of guys that I want to meet. I don't want to name a lot of names, leave people out. Like off the top of the head, you know, Jerome, Matt, 
Ayuya. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, I got to talk to Ayulo. Yeah, I got to talk to Jerome for like 30 seconds at the expo. I didn't get to talk to Eric. You know, Damian Porter, big names like that. But to me, I mean, the Michael Jordan of this is Paul Clark. I mean, for him to invent the three the three session process and you know, as a kid, you know, professional athletes are heroes. So who wouldn't want to have a beer with uh, Michael Jordan? And that's who, uh, in my eyes, that's who he is. I think we owe a lot to him, you know, and, and I'll, I'll want Simon to come along too, you yeah, know, yeah. but Get the it, would, uh, one. it would be, I can't wait. I know they're going to Vegas, so I can't wait to meet him. I've messaged, we've talked before, but not, you know, no phone calls, just uh, messages. So I'm really looking forward to it. Awesome. To so, so you're going to, you're going to be out there in Vegas too? Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I'm at the the Tulum one, Jeff's next one, and then Matt's one. I, Outstanding. I'm excited. I'm excited for both of them. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. same same here, man. Both uh both are great for the industry, and it's a great time to you know to just meet all the artists. Yeah. And um, had it not been for the last one, me and you would have not known each other. I I feel like yeah. we, we actually got to chop it up almost like we we even knew each other prior to that. And that's what's so great about yeah. these events and like bringing us all together. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, Jeff, I was like, like I didn't think like when you interviewed me at that at that one thing, I didn't think I'd be on that list. And then I told Jeff, I was like, nobody's gonna know who I am. I don't have my name on my logo, you know, and I don't. I don't post a whole lot of my face on stuff. I wish I could, I wish I could be like Taylor Perry and Chris Herrera, you know, I mean, <laughs> all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. man, they're great at it. They're great. I mean, it's a great marketing tool for them. But, um, but yeah, I was really surprised. Jeff's like, they'll know who you are. And I was surprised how many people knew exactly who I was. I was, he just, I don't know. You know, I was just shocked. And uh, I get, well, I mean, it goes with your character. Cause you know, I, I think, you know, not a lot. The guys that are known don't really go out their way to make sure that they're known. It's just like these certain qualities about them and they're just being themselves. And then, and that's what you do. So hence, that's yeah. why, that's why we do know you. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> let me, uh, do you have a, uh, like a pet peeve in the industry right now? Something that you don't like that's happening going on in I, i've only seen it yeah my my pet peeve with artists i haven't seen it too much but i could see this heading in the same direction the barber game headed in just just to hate like i can't stand it i mean i just uh why, why waste your time if you're wasting your time hating on somebody you're taking away from your business it makes you look insecure and it's just like there's it's the same with the barber industry there's plenty of people to go around now, now granted not enough people know about this yet where we're still things like you're doing here. We're getting the word out, you know, but there's plenty of people go around and uh, just, I see some of the hate on the forum. It's not too bad yet, but you should, but if you were, uh, do you have a barber background? Are you a barber? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a barber by trade. Yeah, so, but you know, been on the barber society. So you've seen yeah. all the stuff. It's, it's hard to look at sometimes. And I just don't want those forums to turn into that and, so that, that drives me crazy. So that, that'd be my answer. Just the hate among artists. I mean, yeah, um, no, I, uh, I agree with you with that as a, as a barber. And I also have a certain way that I feel about that. And I think as, um, I know as barbers, we're used to a certain culture uh, yeah. in, in the barbering world and, and it's acceptable. Um, I just think that there's a lot that shouldn't be transitioned over into this industry. Oh, it's totally different. You know, I mean, and, and, and it's, it's different. It's yeah. starting to happen. So yes, I agree with you with you know with yeah. the 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 hating and 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 some of the uh well a lot of the ignorances 
that. Yeah, I, one, one of the reasons I truly feel like my barbershops did well was I never cared about what any other barbershops were doing, what they were charging. I, every business is unique to you and your city and your demographic. I mean, you can't, you, I definitely like learn from people, but you got to, you got to adapt it to your situation. And I don't know. I mean, people have certain situations you, you got to adapt on. I'm like, for example, like I really defend the guys you're, you know, like you in New York, um, you know, they talk about all, all they do is hard hairlines in New York. I'm like, those, that's what, that's just popular in New York. That's what they want. Yeah, these artists, want. these artists want to do faded hairlines too. They don't want to do hard hairlines all day. I was like, if, I mean, you tell me Matt and Darrow can't like kill a faded hairline, like guarantee they can't, you know, but I get, you know, the clients that, and they, they do a lot more advertising. So I hear that from clients and even though they're trying to book with me, I'm still, I'm defending those guys. Cause you know, it's a, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just what I hear, you know. It's, right, right. And, yeah, I mean, being in New York, that is what, that's what popular, they yeah. want. I mean, we have, yeah. even here, we have Caucasian men that walk in, and they're going to, they look at the posters. And, you know, I got some yeah. of the young yeah. guys, yeah. I got some of the rappers that I've done, and they will go, no, I want that right there. Yeah. There's no telling these guys, oh, hey, sir, you know, you're 45, you're 50 years old. Let's go with a little something more age appropriate. Yeah. They don't want to hear that shit. They're like, no. This is my opportunity yeah. to get the hairline that I want. I want that right there, buddy. And like, so yeah. what, what are you to do as a as an artist? You're not just gonna say, well, I'm not gonna do that because it's not gonna look good for me. No, you're gonna give them what they want. I mean, you're not gonna. Right. Some of them do come in with like a botched job and be like, I want this, and he's like, oh, well, that's not a professional yeah. a professional job, but I can make it look like that. Yeah, I mean, these people, these guys are paying a lot for our services. I'm like, you know you can't you can't hate on it you don't know you don't know the story that's what that client wanted that's what that client wanted right you know so. yeah I, I i agree with you on that and your mindset with the whole the barbering stuff so what, what do you think this industry is going to look like in five years bro uh for sure it's it's going to do nothing but get better how fast it will get better i don't know or more popular i don't know i mean i've never seen a poll I mean, I'm in Ohio, I'm in the Midwest. Maybe it's a little different here. I feel like less than 5% of people know what S&P is, but 80% of people know what microblading is or they know what women getting their their uh, eyebrows tattooed is. And I mean, I think it's because women will tell all their friends and guys keep it a secret. So I think right, that's right. that's restricting us, but things like you're doing here with this and it's it's starting to grow. It's, is it going to be like two years before it explodes? 10 years before it explodes. I don't know. But the great thing is that we're in it on the ground floor and we're going to be, you know, we're going to be getting those, even when there's a lot more artists, we'll be getting the, the quality clients that are willing to spend the money. And they want somebody that has done, you know, over a thousand heads, you know, so. it, it, it might be you, bro. You might be spearheading this movement, bro. You might be the guy, man. You might I mean, be the guy yeah, that starts the show. We all do our, yeah. We all got to do our part. I mean, it's just, just some things just take time. You know, I, those guys that, uh, uh, that I met SMP Inc. You know they've done a lot of celebrities. I mean that's the key. You know doing popular people like yeah. You know, I don't I don't get that. You know I don't get the like all my friends that are barbers in Cleveland. You know they're doing all the Cleveland Indians and Cleveland Browns players and pictures with them. Like I don't, I don't get clients like that around here. You know so <laughs> you know it, as a barber that was a good it was an easy thing because it, it's barbering. You know so guys are like oh yeah that's yeah. fine you could take a picture of me and show here that's great. i've gotten 
so many non-disclosure agreements. I remember I didn't really even know what that was until like the first, you know, celebrity reached out to us. Oh. And I was like, when I heard the verbiage, I was like, wait a minute, I feel like I need to call my lawyer, which I did. Cause I'm like, yeah. they're, they're telling me they want a non-disclosure agreement. It's like, Oh, well, you know, you can't take pictures. They don't want. And I'm like, shit, man, like that would really help me out. If yeah. this person, yeah, they, yeah, they don't, yeah. these, they don't want, you know, women are just like, that's a thing for them. Like culturally it's like, yeah, there's an, a new enhancements out ladies. Hey, get it done. It works where guys are like, mm, I'm not telling nobody I got a fake hairline. You crazy. They're going to give me shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. To answer your question, like five years, I don't know where it's going to be. It's going to be, it's getting better every month. It's good. I, I hope that something happens or, or uh, you know, a major celebrity or major breakthrough. Joe, Rog Joe Rogan gets it or something. I mean, I, I mean, I would, if Joe Rogan got it, that put us all on the map, but uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, well, if I, Joe Rogan oh, got it and didn't make the oh, artist sign a non-disclosure agreement and brought him onto his podcast. That's it. It's game over. But he would, I guarantee he would, he would yeah, tell everybody yeah. about Cause he, he'd see it. Anyone of that capacity who gets uh, this procedure yeah. done and really experiences the life changing effect that this yeah. gives, they, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna see they're also gonna put dollar signs to it and they're gonna be like whoa 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 wait a minute like I could spearhead this movement yeah I'm jumping in on it I'm yeah. telling everybody it's gonna happen. He would just do it out of, out of kindness. I mean he'll put a guy on there that wrote yeah. a book and he'll become a bestseller. I mean but it's just somebody somebody like that what might make a you know make our, our stock rise super fast or we may just keep moving slowly up. I, I don't know where it's, what's going to yeah. happen, but it's not going to, we're not going to go backwards. We're definitely moving forward but, and it's getting bigger. But you so. agree that it, it, it'll be, it looks promising. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It looks real promising. Yeah. Got you. Um, I want to talk about, you know, the, the tools and equipment uh, that you use. I know sometimes it comes across somewhat secretive. I don't know why. Um, cause it's not like if I, you know, if you told me what you use, doesn't mean yeah. I'm going to be just as good as you, you know, I need to know your technique and right. your experience. Right. Anyway, uh, this is what I'm only saying that because this is why I'm, I'm asking that question. Um, you know, we get a lot of new guys that are listening to the, uh, to the podcast and I know you can relate in the beginning. You were like, what machine am I going to use? You know, what yeah. needles yeah. am I going to use? So what, what equipment is it that you use? Like what kind of machine are you currently using right now? Uh, the machine I'm using right now is the Flex S, and I, I love it. Uh, at the beginning, I really haven't tried a whole lot of stuff. I just listened to whatever Jeff Masood liked to use. I was using the, was using the Cheyenne that they can't that they really like and they can't get away from. They'll try other stuff. And they always go back to the Cheyenne. They really like it a lot. I used I liked it, but just having cordless. Then I went to the Flux, and then they came out with the Flex S with the more tapered handle. I like it better, and. I, I love that machine right now. I mean, but I've never, like, I have nothing against Bishop or anything, but I've never used one of their machines or one of their needles. So David Hoffer, send, send me something, David. I'll, I'll try it out. But, uh, <laughs> there you go, Dave. Dave, if you're listening, yeah. man, send, 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 my boy, send my boy Clayton some needles, man. Um, yeah. What about? Well, no, 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 he can't do needles. I'm sponsored by FIT, so we can't Oh, do there we go. Yeah, FYI, yeah, you know yeah. what? I forgot here, and I had it listed here, and I blacked yeah. it out for some reason. Um, with FYT. So we're, let's talk about needles quickly. What it is, what needles do you use? Obviously we know it's FYT, but what, what numbers? Yeah, what I'm, on the, I'm on the FYT, the pink team, the pro team for the, the pink. Gotcha. So I, I like the pink, yep. So, I've used the green, green are great too, but I, I like the, 
I like the pink a lot better. And, so, uh, which ones uh, though? Because I know they have different sizes. Do you have like oh, a yeah. go-to? Do you have a go-to, yeah, or you I, one of those? I mean, I just I always I try to use the smallest needle I can. It just depends on the person's scalp. What you know, like they came out recently with the 0405, which is like 0.15 and 0.18, and I really like the the 05, the 0.18. I, I I use that sometimes. I can use that on some guys almost their whole head. But the the four, I only use that on like faded hairlines, like on the fringe. It's, it's a really small needle, you know. But I use everything. I use the the O six, the O eight, the ten. It just depends on what I need to use in the client. But those needles are so much sharper. Like when I first learned how to do it, like on an African American client, like their their scalp on average is thicker. And we would just you know, I was taught you start with an eight. But now these needles are so sharp. I start with a six. On, yeah. on my black, my yeah, they are pretty sharp. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's they're all small. The key is just use the, the smallest one that'll got gotcha. you. the pigment. You know? And, and to, talk to us about this. Uh, how'd you get sponsored by FYT? Did they approach you? Did you send them an email and were like, "Hey, check out my work. I think I could be a value or an asset to the to the movement." How did that come yeah, about? I mean, there, there's no doubt like uh, being, being affiliated with, with Jeff and knowing Jeff, I mean, I'm sure Jeff helped make that happen. I, I didn't reach out to them, but they asked me to be on the team. And that was, and like, to me, that's my, I mean, I don't know. I mean, all, all the stuff I got it is awesome, but that was just huge for me because FYT was pink was just so big. You know, it was the first needles made from pointillism that I'm aware of. I mean, Jeff, Jeff was a big part of that. Like Jeff went oh, yeah. over to China and helped develop yeah. this. I mean, so I don't know. It, I, I'm not going to lie. Like knowing people helps, you know, I want to, I want to be on this podcast with you right now. If it wasn't for Jeff, you know, I mean, Jeff has done so much for me, you know? And so that, that's really, he, he probably had a lot to do with how that happened. I, you know, you'd have to ask him. I don't know, but. Got you. Well, I know, I know you're being uh, the humble man that you are, uh, but I can guarantee you that aside from you know you knowing Jeff, I'm sure they definitely looked at the work that you're producing oh, and yeah. said, "Yeah, your work has to so, be your work has to yeah, be good. They're not yeah, going right. to you know put out garbage. They're not going to right. It's talk. not just like, yeah. hey, I know this guy. He's like, yeah, let's get it. Uh, you know, you you do yeah, put I out. I take a lot of pride in my work. You yeah. you do put out good work, so I'm sure. 98% of was for your work, brother. Let's not put some, let's not put water on your own fire there, buddy. I appreciate your humbleness always. So now um, let's go with, uh, if I'm a new artist, right? Coming up in the industry, mm-hmm. what's one good gem, one good piece of advice that Mr. Clayton Rush has to offer? Right, here, here's a good one. Everybody, everybody talks about how you do your first few clients for free. You know, you got to do them for free and you'll, you'll get your, you get, I've had students and they're, they're just stubborn. They're like, no, nah, man, I'm on a chart. You know, it's like, it just doesn't work that way. You got to grind. You got to understand there's value in that picture in your portfolio. It, it It's going to pay off in the future. So once you do get a little bit of a portfolio build up on those free clients and they start and you start running ads and you start actually getting some phone calls, you just don't go straight up to the top of the pay scale, you know, 4,000 for Norwood seven. Like what I would do, that's how I, cause I just wanted to stay busy because I knew how important the portfolio was. It was more important than money. And so I would look at the the pictures they send me and I'd be like, okay, 
what price would I not do this for? And then I would add a hundred dollars. And that was a quote I'd give them. And then half the time you're getting doctors, you're like, ah, oh, I could have charged them double. <laughs> but, but I realized how important the portfolio is, you know? And then once you get to the point where you're booked out a month or more, then your prices can start going up. You got to gradually go up. Like I, these people that think they're going to take the class and go do two heads and pay for everything. And it just doesn't work that way. That's why so many people like fail. And you, yeah. you really got to grind at the beginning. You really got to grind. It's hard. So, you know, so, really so ultimately, Patience. You need patience, just like any other yeah. business. It's not going to go if you're, Yeah, If you're starting out on your own and doing your own studio, if you get affiliated with somebody else, like I have, an, I have another artist now, Kelly, you know, and I can get, I'm helping bring her clients, you know. So if that's a good route to go if, if somebody needs somebody, you know, need somebody's hiring, but then they're going to get a, a cut of your work. You know, you're not going to get 100%. If, if you're going to be the, the true entrepreneur mindset and start it from scratch, you know, like, like I did, like, it's going to be hard at first. I mean, really, and, but if I can do it from, I started my, my first studio was in a town of 10,000 people in the middle of Ohio, surrounded by cornfields. I mean, it's, if <laughs> I can look, do it there, look, that's know. the power of the internet. If I can do it there, I, you, anybody can do it, you know, but you just got to keep grinding and that's get that awesome. portfolio built up. So you legit like surrounded by farmland. You in God's land? Oh, yeah. when, well, when you drive from town to town, there's fields in between. We don't, you don't drive through an intersection and you're in a new town. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's not like that, man. <laughs> so, Clayton, before we wrap things up, man, let the listeners know where they can find you online. Okay. Um, my website is uh, ohiosmpstudio.com. My IG name is Ohio underscore SMP underscore studio. Um, for training, you can uh, you can hit me up directly or you can go to the the leadersmp.com website. And also I'm sponsored by um, uh, FIT and Ghost Pigment. If you go to prosmpsupplies.com, uh, put the code in Clayton, you get 10% off your uh, order. So Outstanding. All right, you hear that, guys? You want to get that little 10% discount, you know where to go. Mr. Clayton Rush, I do appreciate you taking out some time to chop it up with me with the podcast. I appreciate you. You're an awesome dude, man. I love what you're doing. I, uh, I wish you nothing but success. And I congratulate you and all the success that you have established already, brother. Oh, thanks, man. It's been so great meeting you and doing this. It's, I feel honored to be on here. Outstanding, brother. The pleasure is mine. Thank you. All right, guys, we're going to wrap things up for this episode of the Scalp Solutions podcast. Until the next time, peace out.